0: This episode of In the Word, On the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word, On the Go. For 11 years, Barbara was Bible Study Fellowship International's Director of Children's Programs, and she still writes curriculum for BSF. For nearly 20 years, she also taught women's BSF classes in the United States and South Africa. She's written three books for children, including, most recently, A Jesus Christmas. It's a great study. I recommend it. Hope you pick it up this Christmas. She's been married to Ron for over 40 years, and they have three grown children and seven grandchildren. To read more about Barbara and check out her writings, and who knows, maybe pictures of her grandkids, go to reachingheartsandminds.com. Barbara, it's so good to have you back on In the Word on the Go.
1: Thank you, champ. It's great to be back with you.
0: So what verse do you have to share today?
1: Okay, this is from the ESV, and it's 1 John 4, 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God.
0: All right. So, Barbara, why don't you put this verse in your own words? Help us get our minds around it.
1: Mm -hmm. Whoever declares that Jesus is the Son of God, God makes himself at home in them and they are at home in him.
0: So, Barbara, no one has selected this verse yet. It's a great verse. (laughs) It's probably not as familiar as some of the verses that you've selected previously. So, why this verse? What's the story here with you?
1: Yeah, well, I've just always been intrigued by that word abide. Mm -hmm. And other uh, translations use the word remain, but Mm -hmm. that word abide... It uh, meant a lot to John.
0: He uses it a lot, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he used it 21 times in this letter alone. So it requires a lot of thought and pondering through the years, which it has meant a lot for me to to just think of that word abide as living with. Uh, It comes from the word abode, perhaps, Mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. And so it really describes that family life with God that we have through Christ. And it also means that God, if we're in God's family, we're in his home, he's in our home, he's in our life, he never disinherits us. He lives in us and he's going to live in us now and forever and we will live with him. And and when we contrast that with human relationships, um, they're all good gifts. Our husband, our friends, our parents, they're good gifts, but they do get broken and yet God never turns his back on his children. All who trust in Christ, God is always their father. And so knowing God as our father gives us what no human relationship can give, true fulfillment and forever happiness.
0: So what a great reminder, Barbara, that we find our home in God. He's our home. Yeah, There's something about coming home that just feels mm. good. Like, oh, I'm finally home. Mm-hmm. And God is our home. I'm going to read it again. This is 1 John chapter 4. If you're not familiar with this verse, we're looking at verse 15. It says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. Mm-hmm. So, if you were explaining this verse to an elementary student, what would you say, Barbara?
1: Yeah, well, I'd I'd say for God's children, God is our home. Jesus lives in us, and we live in Him. And so, yeah, think of your home life. You We listen to Him, we talk to Him, we think of His desires, uh, and whether it's something we watch or somewhere we go or what we do— we want to please him. He's with us. And as we do what he says, we experience the joy of his pleasure.
0: So Barbara, what does this teach us about what God is like? How do we view his heart, his attributes, his character through what we read in this verse?
1: yeah, well i I think it shows us the extent of our Father, God's amazing love, for sure. I mean that the think of it, that the eternal Almighty God uh, would really stoop, can I say, um, to Mm. choose to make his home a flawed, sinful person is, is just totally amazing. It's just love like we don't understand love. So what we have now is just the beginning. We have all eternity to look forward to being with him.
0: So Barbara, if we're living in this reality, in this truth that God has come and made His home with us, and we have our home in Him, how does that change our lives? How does that affect the way we live?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it it changes it in that we are processing. What does God tell us? What what is is valuable to Him? What are His desires? I want to keep in step with Him. I want to practice that righteousness of. Hmm. living in him and knowing his thoughts and living the way that he knows is best for me to live.
0: Yeah. So it's like you live in the same town with some of your grandchildren. And when you go over there, they want to please grandma Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they want to be with you and they understand, oh, you know, grandma likes this and grandma likes that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in a totally infinitely greater way, when God comes and we realize that he's living with us and we're living with him, we want to please him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And likewise, if if I have old habits, uh, things that I'm prone to do that I just do without thinking, once he is living in my house with me, it all of a sudden just becomes more clear. Okay, well, maybe, you know, out of habit, I might like to watch this, but I'm not thinking Jesus wants to watch this. Hmm. And so I'm starting to process things through his lens instead of simply my own habitual lens.
0: Yeah, that's a very helpful way to think about applying that verse. So, what makes it so difficult to live something like this out? It seems like this might be pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah, it does. The abiding part is where we have focused champ, but to just go to that part about whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides Mm -hmm. in him and he in God, I I think it's helpful for us to understand that that's going to be a comfort for a lot of people, but that's going to be a challenge for a lot of people as well. It's a comfort because we do know we don't have to be perfect Christians before God. He abides in us because Jesus was perfect. And that means that God's not counting up the number of times you publicly confess him to kind of determine if you're good enough to be his child. That's not what this verse is saying. But it does challenge our cowardice, doesn't it? Mm. That in this world that is increasingly hostile to Christ, true believers are going to wrestle more and more with that fear of rejection and what they'll suffer as a consequence by unbelievers and many times i think we kind of just prefer to stay quiet so we don't have to encounter that so but but when we take that easy way out and just stay quiet i think we wrestle with another layer of fear if we're truthful and that is will god continue to be my father if Hmm. i fail him in this way and of course the answer is yes because our our salvation is not dependent on our performance but but wisdom tells us that this is an opportunity to start praying to be a bolder witness knowing that God delights in giving his strengths in our weaknesses and he receives the glory for his goodness when we depend on him in these ways so our fear is an opportunity for him to give us courage and boldness and see how how faithful he is to his own reputation and gives us the blessing of declaring that we are his children.
0: So Barbara would you just take a moment and close our time together by asking the Lord to give us courage to as the verse says to confess Jesus to verbally and publicly stand for him. Yes. Would you lead us in prayer as we close?
1: Father God Oh, you have done what we would have never dreamed possible. You've designed our relationship with you to be close and intimate. So, Father, will you give us an even greater love for you? Please set our mind on you and the truths of your gospel. Help gospel truths to sink deeply in our hearts so that we will set our will on obeying you. And Father, in this day, where there is hostility, please give us courage and boldness to proclaim Christ, the only one who is the truth and the way into your eternal family. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.